listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. Reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, I could not talk to you as spiritual people, but as fleshly people, as infants in Christ. I fed you milk, not solid food, because you were unable to take it. Indeed, you are, not, you are still not able, even now, for you are still of the flesh. While there is jealousy and rivalry among you, you, are you not of the flesh and walking according to the manner of man? Whenever someone says, I belong to Paul, and another, I belong to Apollos, are you not merely men? What is Apollos after all, and what is Paul? Ministers through whom you became believers, just as the Lord assigned each one. I planted, Apollos watered, but God caused the growth. Therefore, neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who causes the growth. He who plants and he who waters are one, and each will receive wages in proportion to his labor. For we are God's co-workers. You are God's field, God's building. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. After Jesus left the synagogue, he entered the house of Simon. Simon's mother-in-law was afflicted with a severe fever, and they interceded with him about her. He stood over her, rebuked the fever, and it left her. She got up immediately and waited on them. At sunset, all who had sick pe people sick with various diseases brought them to him. He laid his hands on each of them and cured them. And demons also came out of many, shouting, You are the Son of God. But he rebuked them and did not allow them to speak, because they knew that he was the Christ. At daybreak, Jesus left and went to a deserted place. The crowds went looking for him, and when they came to him, they tried to prevent him from leaving them. But he said to them, To the other towns also, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God, because for this purpose I have been sent. And he was preaching in the synagogues of Judea. The Gospel of the Lord. My brothers and sisters, may the Lord give you peace. Amen. Amen. I got to do the first reading myself today. That was wonderful. So, did you catch how, how amazing that first reading was? You know, all that language of planting and watering plants. I never really cared for plants growing up in Indiana, working on farms, and, you know, and, uh, in the friaries, different friars have like green thumbs and they love plants. And I was never one of those guys. So one of our priests was a huge plant person and he had to go to um, New Mexico every winter because of his health. He couldn't deal with uh, New York. And uh, he would always tell me, take care of my children, you know, <laughs> which we met his little plants. He would like talk to them and, you know, and anyways, he'd come back after the winter and, you know, the plants would be dead and <laughs> he'd be mad at me. And then he, he's now getting his revenge on me since I've come to the shrine here. I've just become completely obsessed with plants and flowers and watering. And, you know, 
and uh, praying to the Lord for rain. I mean, there was a time when people really were humble and prayed to God for the weather, you know, so we need the rain or maybe we'll starve to death. Um, so last night we, there was a big storm and I was just praising the Lord. You finally heard my prayer and, you know, and it didn't rain much, just a little bit. And I told the Lord, stop teasing us, you know, water the flowers, Lord. And then he said to me, you water them. So, okay. But, um, so I just, it just cracks me up. And again, St. Paul, just like Jesus, he uses examples from real life that are really easy to understand, you know, for everybody. Um, and so the point that St. Paul is making matches something in the gospel so important um saint paul in first corinthians uh, has a whole thing that's going on there and i said yesterday boy i'd love to do a bible study on first corinthians with you guys but um just to note that five years earlier saint paul had founded the church he'd planted the church in corinth and within five years there were a lot of problems a lot of divisions a lot of factions and as he says today some people are like well i'm on paul's team and other people are like, well, I'm on Apollos' team. And, and St. Paul is calling that out. Like, this is so completely ridiculous. You know, you're on God's team. We're all on God's team. So he gives a warning about being overly attached to people that, that God uses to minister to you. Like somebody plowed, another person planted, another person watered it. Who cares? It's God. Stay focused on the Lord. And um, in the gospel, we see also that people are bringing others to Jesus. Simon Peter, his mother-in-law is sick, and they intercede to Jesus about her. Isn't that a great line? You know, they, they intercede to Jesus about her. That's what we're supposed to do. Intercede to Jesus about people who need him. And then we're told that the people were bringing the sick to Jesus. Another wonderful example for us. This is what we're called to do, to bring others to the Lord. Don't bring people to yourself. <laughs> bring them to the Lord. And so it matches the first reading really well. And um, I think it's a message that's super important for us. Even now, I'm, I'm seeing it with a lot of people that you have um, factions within the church and people are like, well, I'm on this team. Well, I'm on that team. And I follow this person on YouTube and I follow this person on Facebook, you know, and there's like factions. And, and I kind of feel the word of St. Paul coming to us again today saying, knock it off. <laughs> you know, Let's stay focused on the Lord Jesus and on God. And um, I'll tell you, this is a lesson that I learned myself the very a very hard way. So I want to share with you a couple of you have heard me say that before. I thought church was only for little old ladies who had no other fun other than to pray rosaries at church. Okay, that's what I thought. Boy, was I wrong. And so I had this huge conversion my freshman year of college. Um, I found out later that all those old ladies praying at church had been praying for me. <laughs> and thank God that the, all those prayers, they brought me the grace like uh, water on the plants, like the Lord's grace helped me come alive. And so I come back to church and uh, at the, there was a Newman Center where I was going to college and there were two priests at the Newman Center. And, and you know, so as I'm a teenager, I'm coming back to church and I felt, uh, you know, I felt a great attachment to these two priests, you know, now that I'm back. And within the year, both of those priests left the priesthood in the midst of scandal, both of them. And like, these were the guys, you know, I'm brand new. I'm, I'm only at practicing my faith for about a year at that point. And, and it was like, talk about like a bucket of cold water on your head to wake you up in the morning. And, um, and then over the years, there's been a number of moments where I felt an attachment to somebody who God used to help me, you know, and then lo and behold, something happens. And then you feel kind of hurt or wounded. And uh, ultimately, 
it becomes a, a learning moment that um, we should never ever kind of become overly attached to people or to even like let's say within the church or within the priesthood this idea of like the celebrity priest <laughs> not good not good you know and i'm definitely not going to name names but i could of different priests who maybe were super popular and people were following them and blah 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 then lo and behold um this stuff happened <laughs> you know it, it, it wasn't all what you thought and so it's so important for us to uh heed the um heed the advice here of saint paul to not not go the way that the corinthians had gone but to really cultivate a spirituality of just uh singularly focused on the lord what saint paul would say in another place um, a single, um, how does he say, an undivided heart for God. You know, the undivided heart for God. And the Lord is going to use some people to plow you, which is wonderful. The Lord will use others to plant seeds, the seeds of his word, and that's wonderful. And the Lord will use others to water, and that's wonderful. But at the end of the day, none of that stuff should take our attention away from the Lord. You know, and, and then conversely, for those of us all, we're called to do ministry ourselves, to bring people to Jesus, never bring them to yourself. You know, and that's why I think it's important, like let's say at a parish or like at a shrine, certainly like at the friary, we try to cultivate a spirituality where it's like, it's not my fan club, like the Father Luke fan club. You know, like if I am drawing people to myself and not to Jesus, ultimately I failed. You know, like whether it be at a shrine or whether it be at a parish or even like, let's say, at our homeless shelter, you know, ultimately, if we continually keep that focus on the Lord, the priest will come and go. You know, the pastor will come and go and, and that's going to be fine. You know, like we don't want a situation where the new pastor comes in and everybody's like, well, we like the old pastor better. We're out of here. You know, it's there's a little bit. It's like a little Protestant. Let me go find the church that is exactly what I want. And uh, you're never going to find it, okay? Because we're all broken here. But um, again, the, the meaning and the spirituality of that whole thing has to do with keeping the focus on Jesus and having an undivided heart for God alone. And when we strive to do that, it's what they call in spiritual theology, holy detachment. Holy detachment. But in Christianity, holy detachment is always for the sake of a greater attachment to the Lord. You know, and it's almost like the Lord um, has ways of bringing us through seasons. You know, in your life, in your spiritual life, there will be seasons. You know, there's going to be summer. There's going to be autumn. There's going to be winter. There's going to be spring. And to um, have enough peace to just be where you are. Like this is the season I'm in right now. And um, whoever God happens to be using to lead you deeper into your love for the Lord, then that's wonderful but always resisting the temptation to put people on a pedestal, always resisting the temptation to becoming attached or giving a celebrity status to people. Um, it has to be completely and totally focused on the Lord. And uh, we pray for that grace this day that we may intercede and bring people to Jesus, period. been listening to from the friars podcast the community of franciscan friars the renewal please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media cfr underscore franciscans mm -hmm.